Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to United 96 here on the RQ Refugees Podcast Network. Uh, we made a decision, a game time decision this week, uh, that we would actually come back because there was some news. So we said this, I think we said last week this would be the last podcast. Um, we, this I, you time know what I mean? I'm, it. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know, man. <laughs> we'll see what happens with uh, a certain thing I was hoping would be. Um, would be all settled. Would be all figured out. Is currently not figured out right now. We'll talk about that in a minute. So we may have to. We may have to return for a little bit, uh, for at least a little hit of a podcast. If you don't listen, we did a whole year season review. I think we also promised sort of the look ahead show that'll actually come next week. Correct. Um, so so stay tuned for that. But this time uh, there was some some front office shenanigans. Um, but before we get into that, John, how are you doing, my friend? How was your weekend? I'm, you know, I was just going to check into my phone to realize if I did anything this weekend. I went to the pumpkin patch yesterday. That was the big, that was, this is a thing. Well, this is also a thing that couples do, right? You guys go to pumpkin patches and get pictures mm-hmm. taken on. So you do that with a kid too, but mostly it's just chasing them around. It's less, it's less romantic. Um, uh, and that's all I did. And then I was, it was rainy and I watched <laughs> a little bit of soccer. Not, not a very exciting weekend for me. What about you? Um, it was kind of kind of the same. I watched I watched a little bit of the MLS uh, the MLS Cup playoffs, um, which I think were on Sunday. Uh, I think there was some league MX on, so I watched a little bit of soccer. I also refereed um, and had the unfortunate um, incident, which has never happened to me before, where um, trying to stay close to the play. Um, I honestly I can't even recall the the exact situation, it, it, but somehow um, I found myself staring down a. Very muscular 16, 17 year old soccer player as he bowl, um, barreled right into me. And uh, I am dealing with, uh, I think, uh, I, I I didn't, the pain wasn't too bad. Um, I don't think it's like broken ribs. It, it feels very much like bruised, like my ribs are bruised. So uh, moving is quite painful right now. So uh, this, is, this, is, <laughs> this is, this is, this is a father Hazard. time being like, Hey, watch out. These <laughs> young bucks. You don't, you don't, you get, don't get, don't get too close to play is the, is, is the lesson you can learn there. Um, but, uh, I got up, I finished the game, one game, five yellow cards in that game. Fun time, man. You were, you were throwing them out. It was like, a <laughs> Oh, believe me. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, th- there's a certain age in soccer where, where players, I think watch too much professional soccer. And they react in ways that they think the, their professionals do, and they get carded for it. So that's what happens. Anyway, John's about ready to yawn as I tell this boring story. And he's about no, ready that's to fall not asleep. why. It's, I'm tired. <laughs> I've had no coffee today, like, a, like an absolute loon. I've had no coffee. Yes. Uh, we're here to talk about the uh, the Richmond Kickers, right, John? That's what we're talking about. Talk about their yeah, that's a, the upcoming... very shortest show uh, of all time. <laughs> upcoming playoff game. No, no, no. Just kidding. Go check out River City 93. The Kickers do play a playoff game. Everyone who can should come down. Uh, tickets are relatively inexpensive, and you get to see some playoff soccer, unlike the team we're about to talk about. I don't know what playoff soccer is, man. I don't yeah. know what that is. They, they play after the – I don't think that's true. Yes. All right, let's get cool. let's get into it. Uh, main story, talking DC United, uh, where the front office changes. That went down most notably. Um, Lucy Rushton has been dismissed by the club. Um a statement put out, uh, interestingly enough, a statement put out included Wayne Rooney. Uh, it included both owners giving the same quote, which was a little weird. I think it was pointed out was a little weird. Um, and no mention of the guy who still is sticking around. Um, Dave, that being Dave Casper. Uh, John, what do we how do we how do we parse this out? Um, I think a lot of a lot of the reaction is most notably 
why is Dave still there? Um, it's yeah. pretty, it's, it's tough because I, I think we were all, I mean, I certainly was a big fan of Lucy. I think her aspect of bringing sort of data analytics, you know, bringing more of the data side of the game um, was certainly, was certainly um, something that I, I believe and I've started to get more into, um, you know, much to chagrin and some DC fans. Uh, they like to make fun of me when I bring up certain stats of certain players. But I, I thought, you know, here, here is here is sort of the, the new wave of the future. It's it's using these stats, these expected goal models, these, you know, all of this kind of to give you more analytical analysis of players other than Jess. This guy is a good dribbler. He makes some good dribbles. It's more, well, what does he do when he get that dribble? Does he just dribble around a bunch of players and then play a wayward pass? Or um, does he actually do something with the ball? So I thought that all those aspects were good. Um, and, but, you know, I also have to wonder, you know, it, d- does she deserve to keep her job after some of the players she brought in? Um, quite frankly, uh, her, her, the hit and miss rate, um, we can call maybe one hit in, um, in Taxi Funtas. We'll give her credit for it. It was during her era. Um, and now that's whole although, off the field situation. Although she that. admitted in an interview that she had nothing to do with that transfer. I, she I said that was a Dave. That was a Dave Casper transfer. That that all that negotiation and everything preceded my my coming aboard. That's what she said. So we can't give it to her. Okay. Well, and again, you know, not a lot of not a lot of success rate. Um, I think there's some questions of how much control she had. The team has always kind of framed it as collaborative, uh, but I think there is I, that always speaks to me, and maybe that says something about the situation this team's in. Um, I've talked enough. Before I give more thoughts, John, what are your thoughts about this? Go ahead. I've been Fire, largely indifferent to Lucy Rushton. I think as a, I think as an idea, the fact that it, it was a three-headed monster, mm-hmm. and the fact that her experience before was in video review and analytics, she probably it, it is entirely feasible that she was not ready to take over a full-time general manager at MLS, having not actually done that. Um, so it made quasi sense to have some sort of like team element there. But to, to your all you can be judged on is what you say and what you do. Uh, and she was in the awkward position of having to be the 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 speaking part of the triumvirate of the front office. And whenever she did, she said stuff that made her uh, a joke with some supporters, whether or not she had to say it, whether or not the they worked together to decide that's what we want to say. Um, whether or not she had media training, all, all TBD. I do not know. We don't know anything. The worst part about sort of, I think following, well, not the worst part. (laughs) There are many parts about following DC United that suck, but one of the, one of the things that suck is the lack of sort of transparency around the inner workings of the club, the philosophy of the club, the why, all the, all the, all the things that we can't know that we just have to speculate about. That's what sucks about being DC United fan. And Lucy Rushton, the, the the brand of Lucy Rushton was data analytics. And I think that's fine. That's good. Uh, and I think that I think that there's no front office in MLS now that does not utilize data analytics. I think that this is like if Moneyball was 2001, by 2003, every team had a data analytics <laughs> person. Maybe even 2002. Yeah. So we're there. The future is now. But the players that she brought in using her data analytics or whatever, whatever, you know, whatever we want to say, uh, the the hits the hits were not hitting. It was not it was not really a great showing in a short period of time. Now, that's not why the team isn't good. Mm-hmm. Like th- that's certainly not why the team finished last place. 
she did not make the team sell Paul Ariola. She did not. I mean, that was like from again, from what we understand was a drive away. He was driven away by the coach. Uh, was she the Julian Gressel trade? Was that a matter of uh, Wayne saying, I need more players them saying, well, the problem is that we have no uh, cap room because of certain elements of the front office who will remain after this year have put us into a situation where we have no flexibility. I, I just don't know, man. I mean, I, I think that, you know, the players that you and I, the players that we talk about this year, Michael Estrada, big whiff, Martin Rodriguez, pretty big whiff. Um, Brad Smith, unfortunate whiff, half, half injured, whatever. I don't, I don't know. That was sort of a position of need desperation situation, but it, they did, they did bring in someone. They sold Kevin Brady some brought in Brad Smith. So we have to judge it in some way. She was there for that. I don't know. Yeah, it's and that's I think I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, we talk about who and I think this has always been. There's no question. I, I think there's so many questions about MLS, like who is who is running, who is running this show? Because it does feel and I think it's been mentioned a lot that it's like this. This team feels like they are being pulled in several different directions. It's like it's it's no one really has a clean grip on on what the actual philosophy or direction of this club is. And to me, <clears throat> that that buck should fall on uh, the president of soccer operations, which is Dave Gasper. I, I will say, despite maybe some some missteps in, in, in comments, um, it, it was certainly refreshing uh, from a D.C. perspective to have somebody in the front office who was willing to come out and speak to media. Who was willing us, to come though. out, not us, <laughs> but was willing to come out to, to talk to, to other podcasts and other shows just to give a little a little peek behind the curtain. And I think we will lose that. Um, I think we will lose that because Dave Casper has shown no inclinations to do that. Um, no. <laughs> he is in a bunker somewhere that has no Internet access, I think, is the problem. I, I do think it's interesting what has dropped just about like what. It, it, and, and I really do think, and, and I'll, I'll get into some some other maybe deeper conspiracy, I don't know, conspiracy related, but deeper deeper thoughts about what's really kind of going on here. Um, you know, the, the, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, the just the the nature by which the team is sort of, you know, uh, that uh, the nature by which that was explained through Pablo Maurer, through Stephen Goff about how much of a role does Casper really have. Is he kind of being promoted? Is he kind of being promoted out of the job? Like we saw with uh, with Ben Olsen, where he was kind of like moved to an advisory role. He was moved on to somewhere else and um, essentially was told, essentially was told, uh, you know, hey, you're not the coach anymore, but here's an advisory role. Uh, we also saw in the news release that, uh, according to golf, that Chad Ashton is no longer on the assistant coaching staff. And it's since we'll be moved on to another role. So we're seeing these these guys like Dave Casper, Ben Olson and Chad Ashton, who have been around this team for so long that are not getting, you know, unceremoni unceremoniously shown the door like we've seen with other with other people that have come since the stadium opened, um, but have been sort of kind of just moved to another role. So I don't know what that says about a certain sense loyalty that Jason Levian and Steve Kaplan feel they owe to these play to these coaches who put up with subpar facilities across the board, subpar recruiting. Uh, I mean, for essentially for a long time there, it was, it was Dave Casper, Ben Olson and the coaching staff running the soccer operation. There was nobody else, nobody else running that soccer operation. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what that says. I'll be curious to see how much of a role 
does Dave have moving forward? Or is this kind of the first inkling that he's there to keep the to keep the 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 spreadsheets green, the the roster money situation figured out? He probably knows the mechanics of roster building better than anyone else. He just um, hasn't done it here in a while. Yeah, he just hasn't done it here in a while. But I mean, he knows the rules, and that's that's a very difficult, the difficult thing to try to to try to learn. It's it's MLS is 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 the cacophonesque rules of of MLS are almost a joke at this point. Um, yeah, so I I think it's we heard sort of two different reports. We heard he's going to be more advisory, or no, he's going to be working alongside. So. What do, you, what do you think and, it is? <laughs> and and let's let's let, here's a game we can play. There were those two stories. Which which reporter do you think said which one? Which which reporter do you think said uh, is going to be an advisor? That was Pablo. Pablo. Mm-hmm. What did what, what which one said uh, he will be reassigned and the person will work not underneath of him but beside him? That would be Goff. And and Goff and Casper are uh, very tight. Just just based on history and time and how quick things get to him. Uh, so <laughs> I think you should go with golf because that, that information is probably coming straight from the horse's mouth. Um, well, you know, it's it, it, who knows what Pablo's, what Pablo's sources are. Um, maybe it's Pablo seeing, hearing from sources that it would be more advisory. Uh, and then golf sort of following up and saying, Hey, are you, is it true? It's going to be more advisory. And he's like, Nope, Nope, no, it's not. It's it's I'm I'm still head I'm still head honcho I'm still running things. Doesn't he I, want I, a different job at this point? Is he enjoying this? <laughs> he can't be. He can't be unless the unless his thinking is like finally Wayne being here is going to give me an opportunity to have a budget I would have never had before, and I can find on my 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 last act as a DC net I will give them another playoff team, and they will have to be nice to me and stop being mean to me on the internet, and then I can go do other things. I don't know why else you'd. I don't know why I'd stay. I it, it's it's a it's a it was a thankless job because they used to have no money. Now they have money, and now it is a job that is rightfully criticized. Uh, so it just doesn't seem like he would want to do it. it. It'll be very exciting to see. Again, this is what's going to happen. There, they have uh, hired a consulting firm to look at who's going to be the next GM. So that's smart. They took this out of their own hands because they don't trust themselves to hire a GM. So. Point Jason Levian on that for being like, okay, maybe we suck at this. Uh, so that's good. So we'll wait for this person to be assigned or signed. They will likely be signed. I would imagine before the draft, even though we you know whatever, even the draft is what the draft is. I have a feeling there would be some sort of a sense of urgency to get that done by then. So that's a couple months and then we'll see the press release. We'll see. They're going to have to say something about what Jason Levian is doing or, or mm-hmm. what uh, Kevin, I was like Kevin Payne. <laughs> Dave Casper. Dave Casper's doing. So we'll we'll find that out. Uh, and then and then we can go from there. And then we'll see. This is also going to be the the big off season of transition, right? This is the season mm-hmm. they've been talking the off season they've been talking about. And now they're going into it with, you know, with the message that this wasn't good enough. So from that perspective, good. It good. wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Truly that's the case. Also, we're going to watch how many of the players that got brought in under the last 2 years are pushed out. I would say most of them. I think that's probably, I think that is a good sign. I think that is because other than that, like if, if her being fired is a repudiation, most likely of her signings. And also she was currently working on getting players resigned. So maybe that was going up poorly too. Who knows? I think this is her first time doing that as well. Uh, or this previous last season and this last season, we lost a bunch of players 
uh, either for nothing or in the redraft or, or so TBD, man, I, I, I think that, you know, there are people who are very upset by this and rightly so I can't really blame them either. I, I mean, I, I think it's, I think you have to like, you have to create, uh, all right, well put, put Dave Casper to the side, put the, put the fact that he, he remains like in a, in an, on an Island. The fact that, that she and, uh, I've already figured the performance Lonchuk, uh, Victor Lonchuk, that he are gone. People are very like extremely upset about this. Like I believed, I believed in this was going to be the big change. And like, buddy, if Ernan, Ernan was the big change and then we got rid of him and then Lucy was the big change and we got rid of, it's like the, the they're selling narrative when they, when they sign a new person, the, the, the job of the team is to create, feelings of like newness and invigoration and, and change and all. Cause that's what, that's what you want to believe, mm-hmm. but they're just people, man. Like they, they're, they're doing a job and if they do it not well, they're gone. I, I, I just don't go into do what you want. But if you're me, if you're asking me that this podcast does, do not go into deep despair about this. Be mad about the fact that Casper survived this because he is, you know, patient zero of the team mm-hmm. management. But everything else, I don't think we have enough information to know what a giant loss this is. And I don't think we have the the information to to think that this is like sexism or whatever. I, I think the I think the the retention of Casper by Olivian is less about the fact that he's a white guy and more about the fact that he was there when he bought the club. And for whatever reason, in his mind, he is extremely knowledgeable and valuable to keep around. They he he has Casper has imprinted upon Jason Levy and like, I, you need me around. I am the Rasputin to you. Like I'm whispering in your ear. You can't get, you cannot get rid of me and it's worked. It's worked yeah. so far. I just don't think it's that other thing, but I could be wrong, but that's all we are is looking outside and just like, you know, looking at shadows and guessing. I feel like he's the guy. <clears throat> he's the guy who's been here since the beginning. He he's built the, he's like a guy at a company who built the database, who, who wrote the software, for the company and how to run everything. And basically he is regardless of what he does or how poorly he does his job. He's unfireable because only he knows how it all works. They use Cobol. Um, he's he's they, they, their, <laughs> exactly. their, their payroll system is on Cobol. And she's, he's like, I know, I know it's still exactly the punch and ra- cards and, and rather, but rather than, you know, take the bait. And they probably also, I, I will say, I will not be surprised if, after Wayne Rooney goes, Dave Casper also steps down yep. and goes away. I think I think there is there are consequences for him. They are just not the consequences that are visible that I think the fans want to see. And that's him being shown the door. I think <laughs> yeah, I, I think is what people are they want they're looking I, for they're looking for like a, a trebuchet to launch him into the the, it, the, the river. It, the one aspect I sort of forgot about this is the consulting firm hire. They're hiring outside. Basically, they are not involved in sort of, I guess, maybe they'll be somewhat involved in the hiring process or maybe the up down vote. But as far as like going out and, and finding that and finding that uh, that GM, they are sort of not involved in that. anymore. I think that's huge. That's huge yeah. from 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 a Dave Casper's perspective, who had control of this club. That's almost a sign that he's losing a bit of control. I think it's very clear that who's now who's running the show right now next year. And that's Wayne Rooney yes. um, from a coaching. Yep. I mean, we're talking about Chad Ashton. I think there's going to be other other coaches that are let go. Um, I would be very much not surprised if um, if we talked about. Uh, I think um, 
Restrepo is the goalkeeper coach. He might be gone. Um, yep. I think obviously a lot of the other guys, Frutos is already, already uh, out the door. I think that was pretty much confirmed once Lasada's there. I think it's a case of, well, I'm here. It's going to be harder to find another job. And I mean, and now it's, there's rumors out there that are non Lasada and Frutos are going to be taking the job at Anderlecht, which is wild to think about, um, which yep. is the top, the top. They're going to bring back, gonna bring back Andy. Andy's going <laughs> to reprise his role. Maybe, maybe who knows? Uh, who knows? Uh, so. I'd support that because it would be funny. But yeah, I, I think I think that's true. I think I think you make a great point. I think that's yeah. that's really where that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. The the Wayne Rooney is the man in charge, and that's really all there is to it. So yeah, for it's, better or it's, worse. Yeah, it's Wayne's show next year. And hey, maybe and that's honestly from what we've had the past year, might be an improvement. At least it's a direction. Whatever Wayne wants, that is a that is <laughs> that is a direction, at least. Um, which before it's been a, a concophonic mask of just whatever players here and there so i mean at least it's a direction at this point um 22 we're gonna have 22 international spots next year (laughs) hey people just always complain about that but uh yeah we'll 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 see i think i'll be curious to see how many i think we'll see really see rooney's imprint on how many of these players that were brought in especially ones like i mean martin rodriguez do you hold on to him next year takes a lot of roster spots so uh lots to come on that i'm sure uh i don't think dc's made their roster decisions yet so i'll be very curious They could have. Uh, They're allowed. They were allowed the day after they were eliminated, just so you know. But traditionally, they do not. They like to. Mm-hmm. They like to save it for suspenseful reasons. Yeah, pretty much know that uh, that uh, Bill Hamid is 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 gone, um, and selling but, and selling super subscribes on Instagram. Yeah, so take that. So take that for what his next move is. Who knows? Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's gonna do it for the show. Uh, oh, I mean, do, that's that's gonna do it for this segment, I should say, on Lucy Rushton. I don't think you, unless you have anything else you want to say. No, I was just, I was, yeah, I was just, just gonna say this is now Mark's. Uh, Steve Goff noted today, this now marks six weeks since uh, Taxi. Uh, still no news on MLS. Still just sort of waiting. I think there's now the people who have said that they're just waiting until MLS Cup is done so they can bury it in the trash. Are they've got to be right at this point because yeah. it's not going to come between now and MLS Cup. So clearly, I I, I do think at first I was like this seems a little conspiratorial, but I do think this is DC trying to work out a way they can terminate this contract, can sort of walk away from this. I I think I think the I think everything's going to be inconclusive on this. I think there's <laughs> no I I don't I don't think anything is going to necessarily. It's going to be this. it's going to be like Kennedy. There's going to be like somebody who was in the top the top row of uh, of like the supporters group who had a parabolic microphone uh, as yet on release footage and microphone. <laughs> that's that's what that, that's, they're, that's what they were waiting. They were analyzing the Zapruder film. And yeah. that's what's going to be the that's what's going to conclude it. Yeah. And I think it's going to be inconclusive. I think it's they're going to but they're but D, they're basically probably working out a way that DC can walk away from this contract, whether it's a transfer, whether it's a move elsewhere, maybe they're telling taxi, look, find, find somewhere else to go. Um, you had a good enough half a season. They show what you could do. I think you could find, you could find something um, relatively easily. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, it's very, uh, very unceremonious end to, to potentially his, his DC career. But again, until that report comes out, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> or but not. We have no idea. <laughs> we really have no idea, but it's, it's looking more and more like that. 
All right. Um, I think that is going to do it for this episode of United 96. Again, maybe the last episode of the year. We'll we'll see what what more madness gets thrown. If anybody else gets point. fired, maybe we'll come back. <laughs> if Wayne gets fired, maybe something else happens. Who knows? Maybe we'll just yeah. drop like an emergency show. And, and um, I think our I think our wives desperately want us back on Mondays. So I don't know about you. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, that's going to do it. We'll catch you guys down the road. Vamos. Vamos.